with fast funding up to $10,000 available through net credit. Our online application process was designed to get the money you need quickly if approved. You can borrow an amount that meets your needs and repay in a way that works for your financial situation. And we report on-time payments to credit bureaus, so you can build credit history as you repay. See what net credit can do for you today. Check your eligibility without affecting your credit score at netcredit.com. All net credit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the net credit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. Welcome to Agenda Stories, recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, balconies in quarantine around the world. In each short standalone piece, artists, writers, creators, podcasters and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host this week, Chiara Santella. This week's episode imagines a world in which animals have the gift of speech. In this full reportage, we hear a bird, a goat, and cat tell us how they are feeling during these unprecedented times. And now, with no further ado, Tiempos Robados by Carolina Rodriguez Maya. El viento olía diferente. El silencio que trajo la pandemia y el encierro le dio a los animales facultades para el habla. El mundo mandaba un mensaje claro. Es hora de escucharlos. La lengua humana terminó siendo la perfecta excusa para entender qué pasaba con el mundo fuera de los hogares de las personas. Algunos intrépidos periodistas salieron al peligroso mundo exterior incubador del virus porque querían entrevistar a los neófitos del habla. Estamos en Bogotá, Colombia y vamos a entrevistar a... Ah, un pájaro, un sirirí por primera vez desde que los animales lograron comunicarse en nuestra lengua. Su nombre es Emilio y viene desde el humedal de la capellanía. Cuéntenos, Emilio, ¿cómo le ha ido en la pandemia? Al principio no entendía lo que estaba sucediendo. Busqué a mi alrededor alguna señal de vida. Giré la cabeza de lado a lado, pero no encontré señales de movimiento. Miré hacia el cielo, la tarde descendía suave... El silencio embriagó el ambiente y no sentí más afán por encontrar a nadie. De repente sentí los pulmones llenos de un fresco que nunca había percibido antes. Fijé la mirada en el horizonte, la granulosa bruma que acompaña el paisaje estaba desvanecida. Un vecino me preguntó, ¿sabes qué está pasando? No sé, pero me gusta. Vi el territorio invadido por otros voladores. Los ruidos estruendosos de la ciudad se callaron. Recordé las palabras de mi abuela. Bogotá era mística. Solía estar pintada de verde, de frontera a frontera. El verde solía ser algo que yo no veía mucho fuera del humedal donde tenía mi casa. ¿Pensaste en algún momento en nosotros los humanos? Claro. Para mí era usual verlos caminar en sus dos patas o montados en corazas rodantes de metal. No logro recordar un día en que no estuvieran integrados al panorama de mis expediciones. Hoy transmitimos desde el Andudno, Gales, norte del Reino Unido. Este lugar se caracteriza por su olor salado de agua de mar y sus enormes colinas. Nos trajo hasta este rincón del mundo la historia de una familia de cabras que se tomaron la ciudad a raíz del confinamiento de los humanos. Hoy entrevistaremos a Peter... 
El padre que se acercó a nosotros porque quiere que su testimonio invite a otras cabras a aventurarse fuera de las montañas. Cuéntenos un poco, ¿cómo ha sido su experiencia? El silencio fue lo que me atrajo a la ciudad, porque nunca antes lo había percibido una tarde tan queda, menos aún cuando el sol brillaba anunciando el mediodía. Caminábamos un largo trecho, Trevor, Riz, Owen, Jenna, el abuelo y yo. El suelo estaba caliente, pero había algo plácido en ese calor liso. Seguíamos esperando el anuncio de su presencia, el inconfundible ruido de sus pisadas metálicas y la algarabía de sus masivos encuentros. ¿Podrías, por favor, pedirle a tu hijo que no me muerda el pantalón? Ese no es mi hijo, es mi vecino Arthur. ¡Arthur! Ya deja al periodista tranquilo. ¿Cómo se sintieron al ver la ciudad vacía, sin gente alrededor? El desconcierto nos llevó a deambular un par de horas. Al ver que había tan pocos humanos, corrimos como cabritos recién alimentados. Estuvimos explorando lugares que antes eran impensables. En medio de mi euforia se me enredó el cuerno con una reja. Yo grité un buen rato. Creí por instante que se trataba de una emboscada, pero la verdad es que nadie nos hizo nada. No habían humanos a la vista, y por eso hemos hecho excursiones hasta con los críos. Estamos en Tokio para hablar con una gata doméstica que lleva encerrada con su dueña más de cuatro meses. Motoko, la entrevistada, se ha tomado su tiempo. Aseguró que su siesta de la tarde es una prioridad. Ahora nos contará un poco sobre estos últimos meses. ¿Cómo le ha ido de cuarentena con su dueña? ¿Quién? Su dueña. No, no, no te entiendo. Ah, la humana con la que vive. Oh, ¿te refieres a mi roommate? Sí, a, a ella me refería. Los primeros días fueron extraños, porque estaba agitada. Tiene una expresión en su rostro. Creí que ya era hora, que se marcharía para llegar bajo las sombras de la noche, pero no se iba. Se incorporaba lentamente en la cama, usaba el plan aparato que le iluminaba el rostro. Hablaba con otros cuadros humanos iluminados por horas, cocinaba, se bañaba, volvía a la cama. Se preparaba tazas de café, una tras otra, y se dormía avanzada la noche. Yo lo único que deseaba para ella era sosiego, así que buscaba su regazo y la miraba. No dejaba la casa, y para mí eso era una ventaja. Cada día a diferente hora me buscaba para jugar. Mi arena siempre estaba limpia. La comida no faltaba. De vez en cuando yo la veía sollozar. La veía nerviosa, pero la veía conmigo. ¿Sospechó que algo malo pasaba fuera de su hogar? Por supuesto. Cuando ventilaba la casa, yo me sentaba al borde de la ventana. Quería saber qué estaba pasando afuera que le impedía salir como solía hacerlo. Donde antes transitaban otros como ella, ya no se oía nada. No se veía a nadie. ¿Cómo se sintió con su due... <coughs> Digo, con su roommate en la casa las 24 horas del día? Yo me sentía feliz. Tal vez ella nunca lo sepa, pero yo le daba las gracias por quedarse más tiempo conmigo. Hemos derribado los muros de una soledad que no percibía antes. Le he enseñado que permanecer en casa tiene sus ventajas. La veo más tranquila y nos hemos vuelto más amigas que antes.
Hemos llegado al final de nuestras entrevistas. Las hemos titulado Tiempos robados, porque varios biólogos aseguran que el fenómeno del habla entre los animales no durará hasta el 2021. Por ahora, los invitamos a disfrutar de la compañía de los animales que nos han fascinado con sus voces. Tiempos robados by Carolina Rodríguez Mayo, in English. The wind had a different smell. The silence and reclusion brought about by the pandemic gave animals the means to talk. The world was sending a crystal clear message. It is time to listen to them. The tongue of humans became the perfect excuse to understand what was happening to the world that existed outside people's homes. Some intrepid journalists braved the dangers of the outside world, breeding ground for the virus to interview these neophytes of speech. We're in Bogotá, Colombia, and we will, for the first time since animals became able to speak with us, interview a bird, a CDD. His name is Emilio, and he comes from the Capellanía Everglade. Tell us, Emilio, how have you fared during the pandemic? At first, I did not understand what was happening. I looked around for any sign of life. I spooned my head from side to side, but I could not detect any movement. I looked at the sky, the afternoon approached gently. The silence of it all took hold of everything. Suddenly, I felt no eagerness to see anyone anymore. Unexpectedly, I felt my lungs were filling with a freshness I had never perceived before. I gazed at the horizon. The thick fog that was usually filling the sky had vanished. A neighbor asked me, <clears throat> Do you know what is happening? Well. I'm liking this. I saw the territory invaded by other flying folk. The usual hubbub of the city had disappeared. I remembered my grandmother's words. <clears throat> Bogota was mystical. It used to be painted green from border to border. <clears throat> I'd never seen so much green from my home in the wetlands. Did you ever think about us humans? Of course! It was an everyday occurrence to see all of you walking on your hind legs or riding on those wielded metal shells. I can't remember a day when you weren't embedded in the landscape of my explorations. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Today we're broadcasting from Landon, no Wales, on the farthest north of the United Kingdom. This place is characterized by its salty air and its imposing hills. We were drawn here by a story involving a family of goats that overtook the city thanks to a confinement of humans. We will interview Peter, a goat dad who approached us in the hopes that his testimony inspires other goats to venture beyond the mountains. Tell us a little bit about your experience, Peter. It was the quietness what got me to come here to the city, because I'd never seen such a still afternoon, much less when the sun was shining bright before noon. We walked for a good while, Trevor, Reese, Owen, Jenny, Bambi and myself. The floor was boiling, but there was something pleasant in that heat. We were still waiting for them to make their presence known for the unmistakable sound of their metallic footsteps and the chattering and clattering they made when they came together. Peter, could you please tell your son to stop chewing on my pants? That's not my boy. That's my neighbour, Arthur. Arthur, stop it. Leave that reporter alone. It's seeing the city empty, with no people around, make you feel. 
We were so bewildered, we ended up wandering around for a couple of hours. Seeing that there were barely any humans around, we ran like our recently fed young ones. We explored places we never dared going into before. I got a bit too excited and got me all tangled in a fence. I ended up screaming for a good while. For a moment there, I thought that we were about to be ambushed, but nothing happened. There wasn't a human in sight, and that is why we even brought the little ones out to these excursions with us. We are in Tokyo to interview a house cat that has spent more than four months of lockdown with her owner. Motoko, the interviewee, has taken her time to talk to us, claiming that her afternoon nap is a priority. Now, she will tell us about these last few months. How has the quarantine process been with your owner? Who? Um, your owner. Mm, I'm not following you. Uh, the human that you live with. Oh, you mean my roommate. Yes, that is who I was referring to. The first couple of days were strange, because she was always restless. Her face had such an expression. I thought her time had come. She was ready to join the spirit in the sky. But she did not leave. She would slowly sit up in bed, use that flat apparatus that illuminated her face, speak to a bunch of luminescent human portraits, cook, take a bath, and go back to bed. She would drink coffee, one cup after another, and go to bed late at night. I only wanted her to find some peace, so I would sit on her lap and just stare at her. She would not leave the house, and that was beneficial for me. She would call me at different hours of the day to play. My litter was always clean. I never ran out of food. I saw her weep and cry sometimes, out of her wits, but always by my side. Did you ever suspect that something bad was happening outside your home? Of course. Whenever she opened the windows, I wanted to figure out what was happening outside. I wanted to know what was it that kept her from going out as she used to before. The places where others like her usually walked were now empty, devoid of sound. How did your own, uh, <clears throat> I mean, your roommate, feel about being home 24 hours a day? I was happy. She may never know it, but I was grateful that she could spend more time with me. In the process, we tore down the walls of a loneliness I had never felt before. I've taught her that staying at home has its advantages. She has grown calmer, and we've become closer than ever. Our interviews have now come to a close. We have titled them Stolen Times, since our biologists assure us that the phenomena of animals speaking won't last until 2021. For now, we invite you to enjoy the company of these animals that have enticed us with their voices. Thank you for listening to Ochenta Stories. This episode was written by Carolina Rodriguez Mayo. Carolina was born in Bogota, Colombia, in 1991. She's a traveler, teacher, and writer. She has published her work in online journals from Bogota, such as Sombra Larga and Sinestesia. She was chosen as part of an anthology of young poets, Afloramientos Los Puentes de Regreso al Pasado Están Rotos, by Falidos Editores. She was awarded the first honorable mention in the 12th edition of the prestigious Eduardo Carranza Poetry Award in Colombia. You can follow her on Instagram at Carido Mayo. 
The two versions of the piece were voiced by several voice actors. The journalist born in Spanish and English version was voiced by Nicolás Acosta. The Spanish bird was voiced by Antonio Acosta. The Spanish goat was voiced by Luis Enrique Rodríguez. And the Spanish cat was voiced by Carolina Rodríguez. The English bird was voiced by Juan Pablo Gómez. The English goat was voiced by Philip Thorne. And the English cat was voiced by Sophie McMillan. The sound design of the piece was made by me, Chiara Santella. Thank you again for listening to Acenta Stories. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. Follow us over at Acenta Podcast on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project over at ocentastudio.com slash ocentastories. Hi. Close your eyes. It's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like. Whether your business is bedsheets or skincare or jewelry, Shopify is with you every step of the way. Hello? Now, open your eyes. Feel ready to start and grow your business with Shopify You'll get the tools you need to nurture your growing business and feel the same satisfaction as listening to this ad. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Simply start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22.